0: Gone wild. Friends 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 gone wild.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to St. Paxton. Unfortunately, due to some of the, uh, well, not some of the but due to the global crisis that is occurring all around us, um, we are not able to play games um, with a reliable schedule because um, we all have jobs and real lives. And so what we've decided to do is to put together a fun game for us um, to sort of just relieve some stress. And it's also going to be one to where if we have someone that can't be here, we can just move on and just play. So we hope that you enjoy this game. Um, I am really excited because I will not be DMing this game. Um, our fearless leader for this campaign will be none other than my second favorite DM, Fred Greenleaf.
0: Hello, Ooh. everybody. Uh, and thank you, V, for giving me the opportunity to uh have you as a player in my game.
1: Yeah, thank you. I'm so excited. So, um, what we're going to be doing. In this mini episode is uh, we're going to be introducing our player. So who's going to be here to play the game and introducing the character. So giving you a little inside scoop of uh, each character's backstory. Um, and then Fred can do whatever he wants beyond that. Uh, but we won't be playing the game today. We'll just be getting introductions out of the way. So of course, that means that we have just spent the past two hours Creating these characters, as you know. Okay. You're looking at me like it hasn't been two hours, but I've been on this call for two hours.
2: So. You have, I haven't. Who are you? Very good question. I was actually kind of waiting for the big reveal. But, anyways, it's Hiro. It is Hiroshi, um, editor extra no i'm not even going to say extraordinary i'm the dude who does stuff with audio things for the show i don't know but uh, i was asked if i wanted to come play a game with some fantastic people and why would i ever turn that down
3: have you met us
2: i edit you regularly yes i, I yeah, i'm hoping i can oh, actually okay. influence you to be better while I'm here. No. At- oh, no. I'm going
4: to be the worst. I'm going to start tapping my mic we are my, my
2: feels. Lies and slander.
1: Just so you know, we're beyond influence. <laughs> we are this terrible because we like it that way.
4: Well, I'm also here. It is me, Steph. And I'm super excited to play some D&D.
3: Yeah and I'm anyone else me me, me i'm here at <laughs> <laughs> stacy and i am also excited to play anD i've actually been able to play in a fred game before and uh. 10 out of 10 best fucking experience and if you ever get the chance to do it you fucking do it or you will regret it oh yeah. shucks and
4: i haven't Thanks, gotten guys. to play in a fred game yet so i'm super excited
0: All right. So, how do we do this? Do we just do your character introductions for now?
1: Um, yeah, so I think we can just keep it really casual, you know? Um, just let us know who you want to talk.
0: Uh, well, I mean, we might as well start with you, V. You want to talk to us about your character?
1: Yes, of course. Oh my God. Guys, I'm so excited to introduce you to Creeping Flocks of Summer. Creeping Flocks of Summer, that is her full name, is a tabaxi monk. Um, she has beautiful rainbow hair. Um, she's really into just like, playing around with her look and like having the opportunity to try on different forms of fashion. She does not wear armor. So she's always in kind of this like nice, clean, crisp linen, um, ready for yoga anytime suit. Um, but in any event, she is also really dedicated to the culinary arts. Um, she, has a guild membership with the Iron Chefs and so most of her stuff is basically all about cooking. She's got a bag of holding full of fancy prants like garlic presses and lemon juicers and tortilla makers and warmers and yeah, it's all about that good good food. And in my artisan tools, it's a spice kit. So there there you have it. Um, Also, I don't know how to play this game. So please uh, bear with me as I fuck everything up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and for those of you that don't know what a tabaxi is, it's a cat person. So Um, she's like six feet tall and she's very, very slim, extremely slim. Um, So she's kind of like almost... Gaunty but muscular in some areas, like a cat, you know. Is that enough information?
0: I need a five page backstory. So
1: <laughs> ah, if you want yes. to okay. Uh, so her cousin died and so she she died because they went into a club together and it, her cousin was stabbed to death. It's why she pursued this life without weapons because she wanted to be able to use her hands and claws to defend herself. But she also participates in what's called the ocular pat down now. So anytime she enters a room or someone else enters a room, she's going to be looking to make sure that this person passes the inspection. It's incredibly important to her that every person that is within striking distance has has had the ocular pat down and is deemed either a safe person or an imminent threat. Um, Two parents still alive, um, really well-balanced home life, um, no problems with parents whatsoever, never been in a serious relationship because I'm all about that like life of traveling the world and like eating all the food. So think of me as like, And Anthony Bourdain. I'm out there. I'm I'm trying all the cuisines all the time and getting in some scraps sometimes.
0: And that was definitely five pages. So let's move on to (laughs) staff. Jesus
4: Christ. (laughs) That was wonderful. (laughs) Um, so I am playing Blossom Bright Moon. She is a halfling fighter. Um, however, her dream, her ultimate ambition is to be the most fearsome swashbuckler on the seven seas or however many seas there actually are um she <laughs> is just starting out on this journey however she was kind of raised in the small town life um she was raised by her uncle Eggert and aunt Ida who own a yogurt shop um and you know in her off time cuz she would help them out in the shop she would practice her fighting skills um, so she did grow up inland, doesn't know how to swim yet. Um, but, but that's just a minor, minor hurdle for her in her swashbuckler dreams. Um, so yeah, she's, she's just super ambitious, but not very clever, but just loves adventure.
0: Very nice. Um, unfortunately there's only five C's, so you're going to have to change that. Um. Oh. On your sheets.
4: Well maybe I'll discover the next two. Oh, yeah, but, like maybe mm-hmm. there are other C's and they just have yet to be discovered.
1: That's how you become a swash buckler is yeah. you have to discover a C. I'm
4: sure of mm-hmm. it now. Yeah, you have to mm-hmm. swash every buckle. So
2: you're saying there are only five swash bucklers in the world at this point in time? <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yes. which it.
4: obviously. Which is going to make me a double swashbuckler because I'm going to find two Cs. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and uh Stacy, how about uh for your character?
3: Uh, Okay, I have a a written backstory, so I'm gonna read it. (laughs) Oh, shit. Um, Yeah, I'm not good at on the spot shit. I'm bad at it. Okay, so Cory Spider Smasher of Clan Tarth is a Goliath born to Goliath parents, but raised by a human woman named Torma Tarth and a dwarven man named Brian Tarth. They took me in after, they took me in after a fateful meeting on a beach that was far from their home but close to where my home clan was. Um, While they were walking on the beach on a blustery overcast morning, they were ambushed by a group of deep crabs. My mother was carrying me a wee baby Goliath swaddled in my cloak of displacement and happened upon the couple who were readying themselves for a fight. She She gently placed me within a large nook of driftwood and charged in to aid them with the fight. The three of them managed to defeat the deep crabs, but not without a price. My piercing wail broke the deafening silence that had fallen over the strangers after the battle. My mother looked in my direction, her body failing to listen to her commands for it to get up and come to me. Torma gently pushed her back as Brian came over to pick me up and bring me to her. In her final moments, she spoke gently to me and asked me and asked the couple to care for me as I grew, explaining that taking me back to her clan would likely result in death of them and me. The couple, realizing that my mother had taken too much damage and would not survive much longer, agreed and stayed by her side as she passed. They took me back to their vacation inn and told the city guard of the encounter. My mother's body was brought back and given a pyre funeral the next day. Soon after, the Tarths brought me back to their home and raised me as their own while preserving the only memories of my mother that they and I had. As a well-adjusted adult, Goliath standing a full seven foot five with tattoos and three hundred pounds of mostly muscle, but also some of Brian's great home cooking, I look very intimidating. How often, however, I often have a smile on my face and I help where I'm able to, as I'm well known for my volunteer work wherever I go.
0: So I have a fiery question <laughs> yes. about your character. <laughs> so your mother died from a what was it called uh what kind a of crab a deep crab a deep crab right to mm-hmm. so your cory spider smasher do you think crabs are spiders and like <laughs> is that where your name <laughs> comes from like you have um, a f-
2: Go ahead.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, crabs have a lot of legs, spiders have a lot of legs. They're they're just the same thing to me. And like the Tarths thought it was really cute and they never corrected me. So anything (laughs) that has multiple legs is a spider.
4: I mean, they're both technically arachnids. (laughs) Yeah. I just love that you're both super tall and I'm only three feet tall. (laughs) You know, I'm so tiny. (laughs) Definitely I have a question. Stacy
1: and I are both of our characters we described as well adjusted. Are
4: you well adjusted? Well are you uh, like what's your past? Like in what way? Like emotionally and <laughs> like did your did your parent did your oh, parents fuck you up or not? <laughs> um well so my um my parents actually died when I was a kid. Oh, um,
1: uh, she is it was not a well adjusted. Yeah, I can.
4: But I, I was, well, I was like super young accident. when it happened, and so I was raised um, by my aunt and uncle, who were very loving. But it, it was like the small town atmosphere of like, "Oh, you'll take over the yogurt shop after us, right?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "No, I'm not going to take over the yogurt shop. I'm going to be a swashbuckler." So there, there was some of that. A um, little bit of tension. Um, when I left home, but
0: yeah,
4: I I wouldn't say terribly damaged or anything.
0: I I like the (laughs) angsty blossom. Who's like, no, no (laughs) auntie and uncle. I want to be a swashbuckler. God, I'm not gonna run the yogurt shop <laughs> Yogurts are for kids That's I'm like
4: so uncool
0: At 15
4: And no I'm not gonna be home by 10 <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: And
0: uh last yeah. but not least Hero
2: Talk to us about your character um, Well you remember how I said I hadn't been working on this character For two hours um this character was really just kind of born of a goof that we had when they asked for one to play. So uh, my character's name is Bosley, uh, spelled B-O-S-L-E-I-G-H. And um, I think my background is very dependent on how much interaction have you three had before.
0: Um, that's up to you guys. Have you put much thought into whether or not your characters know each other?
1: We have not put any thought into that. Okay. <laughs> that's accurate. I'm speaking as our Borg collective. (laughs) (laughs) Resistance is futile. We are Borg. Are you (laughs) alright
2: being all disparate, not knowing each other up to this point?
1: Oh, no. I hate that.
4: Then we have to like break the ice and like get to know each other. (laughs) Guys, can we just say maybe could like could we
1: have all known my cousin that got stabbed and maybe we were all her bridesmaids <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> since then sure
0: oh. then yes. what, if, what if what if bosley was like her like fiance and like <gasps> oh, oh my gosh done
3: i'm here for done. it <laughs> I love this. Oh, my God.
0: So,
2: Bosley, wow. This is actually, now that I think about it, some interesting uh, interspecies relations. Bosley is a 50-year-old human male. Um,
4: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, 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 wait,
2: wait. wait, never mind. That's not important. We don't judge, man. Continue. (laughs) Uh pretty pretty average height and build, five foot nine, buck eighty, uh and Bosley's whole thing is he uh is a cleric and he he went into a bit of a hermitage after um after the uh, the Diane. death of <laughs> Diane <laughs> and tried to find himself and he was spoken to by a great uh, great entity known as Charlie and Charlie <laughs> led him to have a bit more faith in himself and said that through dedication and teamwork and uh, harnessing the powers of those around him uh, great good could be brought about in the world so he reached out to his fiance's his dead fiance's cousin uh who had a couple of friends in the bridesmaid party as well and collectively we all started cha lee's um fangels as we have started calling (laughs) them And uh, we are an adventure so
0: group. Did we agree on that? <laughs> I, don't know.
1: I don't I don't feel like we agreed on that. Yeah. I feel like we made the joke. I
2: believe you made the joke, and then you let me create this character, <laughs> and fall down this rabbit hole. So Charlie is angels.
4: It sounds like we can't pronounce it. <laughs> I, I think it should be noted for the listeners, it's fey, like F-E-Y. It, it's it doesn't not matter just, it's how you totally, spell
2: it, it's horrible
0: I mean, all the way around. It's
4: slightly less random that yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> so so I, I guess that
0: does uh, lead into the setting of our game and... Um, the fact that we are going to be starting our adventure in the Fey Wild. Um, for those that might not know much about the Fey Wild, uh, it is what is considered an echo of the Prime Material Plane. Um, just like the Shadowfell is an echo of the Prime Material Plane. But with the Fey Wild, it is a beautiful and luxurious, uh, landscape of Amazing flora and fauna and magic as well. And the way of life here in the Feywild Wild is vastly different from uh, what would be considered the standard prime material plane. Um, there are two courts, uh, that people would place themselves into. Uh, one is considered the Sealy Fey, uh, which is uh, held by Queen Titania. Uh, she is, um, the ruler of the summer courts and oftentimes people, uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't say that they are all considered good Fae, but uh, oftentimes that is mistaken for and they are considered kind of like the more respected or, um, more responsible, uh, more, uh, glorious of the Fae. And the other court, or what they call the Unseelie Fae, uh, is held by the Queen of Air and Darkness, uh, and her court is called the Gloaming Court. Um, Those Fae are sometimes considered more of a mischievous or even evil Fae. Uh, But once again, um, neither court truly subscribes to uh, a specific alignment Now, the Feywild is a vast, vast world of amazing colors and um, amazing creatures. And the standard races uh, that one would find in the Feywild are the Eladrin, um, great creatures like satyrs and nymphs, um, even pixies or hags. And uh, our four adventurers find themselves uh, in the uh, City of Autumn, or what they call Nell. So for the players, I have to ask, has the death of your cousin, V, was it ever explained or were you ever able to find um, who killed Your cousin in that club that night?
1: No, it was a real tragedy as everyone except for Bosley was really there at that time. We had gone for a bachelorette party at a very fancy bar. There were a lot of decorations and just a lot of fun things. And of course, naturally, I would never let this happen under normal circumstances, but there were so many balloons there and they were super distracting. Mm -hmm. And I, I just I didn't have the time to do the ocular pat downs that I needed to, and I didn't see who the perpetrator was, but I just know that she had a long, like seven inch dagger going straight through her middle.
0: So I think for Bosley, uh the driving force for you and the reason why you brought together Uh, your three compatriots is to ultimately find who killed your fiancé, your late Mm -hmm. fiancé. But unfortunately, other than what V just described, the seven-inch dagger, um, there hasn't been much to go off of, and the trail has gone cold. Um, But as a part of your search to find uh your ex lovers killer a lot of other um a lot of other cases fell into your lap and you find yourselves constantly directing and employing the three compatriots in solving these crimes uh, as you steadily try to gain more information on your one true goal which is finding the killer of your uh, ex fiance. And that is what brings you to the Feywild. Wild. You find yourself in the city of Tamar Runel, and once again, you're in the employee of a, uh, rather wealthy, wealthy nobleman, and he is currently explaining something to you. But instead of getting too far deep into the story, I think that is where we'll leave, uh, for tonight uh and begin our adventure with our four players stacy hero steph and v uh in their feywild adventures
4: i can't wait to swash some buckles yes. <laughs>
0: how, how many buckles are you actually wearing i just imagine you have like all kinds of belts with buckles so
2: what does it mean to swash a um, thing i've never known
4: I Blossom doesn't know actually but she would never admit that. Um, but yeah, she she's got um five buckles. Uh she the does five Cs. Of course. You know, which she's expecting to add two more when she discovers the, the two more Cs. Um And yeah, of course, she's got like the the floofy, like white pirate shirt, you know, like she looks like she's somebody who dressed up as a pirate, not like a legit pirate, but somebody dressed up as one. Um, She's she's trying a little too hard. But she means well. All right. Uh, That was great.
1: I'm super excited to play. So, Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll release this and then um, we're going to be playing on April 3rd and 10th. And so we can just stream it. So everyone knows like, hey, we've got this thing coming up. You can come and hang out and have fun with
4: us. So that will be fun.
2: I am uh, on a personal note, super excited to play because I rarely ever get a chance to, um, mm-hmm. to role play. Uh, obviously, yes. with the... <laughs> the situation that the world is in right now i think it's even more important to have these moments of of gathering and um, take our minds off and have a little bit of fun so thank you all for inviting me to come play with you yeah it's exciting yeah. i'm glad
1: yeah thank you always a pleasure to have you
2: the, yeah i mean you don't need to lie it's fine <laughs> i'm sorry oh few well they invited me oh, out. What of a, a burden.
4: <laughs> it's been alright <laughs> then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> alright, cool. Um, I guess we could stop our recordings now. Bye. Okay. Cool. Bye. bye. <laughs> Goodbye, <all. laughs> oh, right, bye.
2: Bye. Thank <laughs> you.